We need the Holy Spirit to truly understand that Jesus has resurrected, to understand all of Scripture, and to understand how we are to live in light of Jesus. Hello and welcome to Rooted Together Podcast, a podcast which aims to root you in Christ through His Word together. I'm your host, Charles Hegwood, and today we are in the end of Luke, in Luke chapter 24, the glorious resurrection. And I want us to understand Luke chapter 24 in light of three things, that we need Jesus and we need the Holy Spirit to understand Jesus has resurrected, to understand the Old Testament and all of Scripture, and to understand how we are to live in light of these things. That is our main idea that runs throughout this chapter, and I want to break it down into three palatable points so that you can see this and read this on your own and see and connect and continue the conversation on these things. There's much more that will need to be said at the end of this episode that I simply will not have time to say. You could preach sermons, plural, on Luke chapter 24, but I will try to do this in 10 to 15 minutes. This is, again, not a meal replacement, but a supplement to your Bible reading to help you, to aid you as you read Luke chapter 24 for yourself. And I want to do that through the context of a story. Once upon a time, uh, not really once upon a time, this really did happen, but it was many years ago that I was teaching this group of fifth graders and a year after that, I would have the opportunity to lead them for the next three years in the middle school group. But I was teaching them as a substitute teacher, uh, and I didn't scare them away, I guess. They they didn't run when they saw me the next time. But I, I taught them on this very chapter, Luke chapter 24. And the main idea was what I, I told you, that we need an interpreter to understand Scripture, to understand the resurrection, to understand how to live our lives. And we see, obviously, that Jesus says here in verses 27 that he actually interprets for them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. So Jesus interprets for his disciples, and just like that, we must have an interpreter to understand these things. So to illustrate that, I wrote a sentence in Chinese on the board, and I said, okay, what does this say? They stared at me blankly, as most people would. None of them read Chinese, and they said, I don't know what that says. And I said, but you see it with your eyes, do you not? And they said, yeah, we see it, but what does it mean? I said, well, that's what I'm asking you. To which, of course, they're fifth graders. They're now very frustrated. Like, what do you mean you're asking me what it means? I'm looking at the sentence. I don't know what it means. You wrote it. And I said, that's right, but you can see it. Okay, let me help you out. And so I wrote in pinyin how to say each word, and then I we said it together, which is, Yesu, I, ni. And I said, okay, let's all say that together. And so the whole class is saying, Yesu, I, ni. And I said, okay, you, you can see it, yes. You can read it, yes. Okay, what does it mean? To which they looked at me blankly like I was stupid and said, I don't know what it means. And I said, well, but you can read it, yes. You see it with your eyes. You can say it with your mouth. Why can't you tell me what it means? And now, and, and I kept this going until they got visibly very frustrated. And so the point was to illustrate their need for an interpreter. And to do that, I, I got these kids all riled up, quite almost angry. Like they're visibly disgusted with the fact that they can't figure out why I keep 
trying to go, why don't, why don't you know what it means? And of course, I know why they don't know what it means. And I said, okay, fine, let me tell you what it means. Let me interpret it for you. It means Jesus loves you. And so we said it again, Yesu I ni. And I said, what does it mean? And they said, Jesus loves you. I said, that's right. Now you can understand it. Why? They said, well, you told us what it meant. You interpreted it for us. And I said, that's right. And just like that, we can see the Bible. We can read the Bible. But to understand the Bible, to understand the resurrection, to understand where Jesus fits into all of Scripture, and to understand how that applies to our lives, we must have an interpreter, and Jesus promises that interpreter to us. Vaguely and almost mysteriously in Luke chapter 24, but very directly in Acts chapter 1, which could also be called Luke 2, or the second Luke, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's the second, the sequel to the book of Luke. And so I want to break down this episode into those three parts. We need an interpreter to understand that Jesus has resurrected. So look at verses 1 through 12 and 36 through 43 in your own time, in your own Bible reading. And you will find the women who we found at the end of chapter 23 preparing the spices have now gone to put the spices on Jesus' body. You see, they heard all the things Jesus said throughout his ministry. They knew he had promised to resurrect, but on the third day, where do we find them? Going to put spices on his body because they presumed him dead. But when they get there, they see two angels, and they're afraid. And the angels, of course, say, why are you looking for the living among the dead? And they're frightened, and they begin to run. They're scared, and they say, don't fear. He's not here. Verse 7, it is necessary, remember him saying, it is necessary that the Son of Man will be betrayed into the hands of sinful man and crucified, and on the third day, rise. And then they remembered his words. The angels interpreted those words for them. They begin to get it, and so they run to tell the disciples who think they are crazy. But of course, don't be too Hard on the disciples because I feel like we too would be like the disciples hearing that Jesus has risen from the dead and you would think people don't rise from the dead. That's crazy. You're, you're fantasfully thinking about these things. Oh, women in their tells they're thinking. I mean, notice it, it even says that, that while the women are amazed, the men think this is a fanciful tale that they're telling. They're just, they're just crazy. They don't really get it. Uh, It was nonsense to them in verse 11, and they did not believe the women. Of course, this is a society that often did not believe women. It's interesting, then, that Jesus chose to appear to these women first, and we find out in other Gospels that they actually meet Jesus on the way back to the disciples. But the disciples go check it out, and of course, the tomb is, in fact, empty, and they are amazed, but they do not fully understand until Jesus himself shows up in verses 36 and appears to his disciples. But before he appears to them, he will appear to two more. But what we see throughout those verses we just talked about is they needed an interpreter to understand the things that they had heard and the things that they were seeing. They had heard Jesus talk about these things, but it wasn't until an angel had told them, 
remember these things that they understood it. It wasn't until Jesus showed up physically in front of the disciples that they understood all of those things that Jesus had been talking about. They understood for the first time he really has risen from the dead. They needed an interpreter. Today, we, we won't see an angel standing at that tomb. We have the scriptures. We need an interpreter to fully grasp the power and truthfulness of the resurrection. What do I mean by that? I mean that you can argue intellectually the resurrection, but for someone to believe that Jesus has truly resurrected, it will take the work of the Holy Spirit to interpret those truths for them. It must be a movement of God. You will not intellectually bully someone into faith. They must take that leap as the Holy Spirit guides them and interprets the scriptures for them. Much more could be said about this, but we will continue. We need an interpreter to understand all of scripture. You see, on the road to Aramaeus, Jesus will appear to two disciples who are walking past Jerusalem, and he begins to talk with them. They are sad because they have witnessed their Savior dying. And this has been a tragic experience for them, of course. And Jesus says he, in verse 27, he interprets for them all the things concerning himself and all the scriptures. He goes back to Moses and the prophets and begins to show them how he fits into all of those things. Now, of course, they don't realize this is Jesus. He has hidden himself from them, meaning he's disguised or they don't recognize him because he is not allowing them to. It's a interesting little detail Luke adds there. Uh, but he begins to explain the scripture in light of himself. And what we will see is that we need an interpreter, a lens in which we are to understand all of scripture. Jesus tells his disciples, go and find me in the Old Testament. And what we will see is we can go to any part of the Old Testament and the New Testament, and we can find Jesus there. But to do that, we need an interpreter. We can see it, we can read it, but to understand it, it will require the Holy Spirit interpreting these things for us, just as Jesus interpreted those things for his disciples. You see, after he leaves them, and he breaks bread, and he's gone from their presence, and they excitedly run back to Jerusalem at night, which is very dangerous, to tell the other disciples they had seen Jesus, they only partly understand everything that has happened. They're, they're not there yet, but they are understanding more and more. What we will see next is that we need Jesus to understand also how to bear witness. So this leads us into the last part of chapter 24, where they begin to understand Scripture. Why? Because he opens their minds. So Jesus is meeting another time with his disciples. This is sort of his last conversation with them. And in verse 44, we see he said, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets, that's all of the Old Testament, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And then in verse 45, he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Their whole lives they have read the law of Moses. Their whole lives they had read the prophets and read the Psalms, but they did not fully understand 
how Jesus fit into the picture until he opened their minds, or let's say he interpreted it for them. And today, how, how are our minds open to understand the scriptures? It is through Jesus doing this. Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, helps us to begin to understand all of Scripture. But as they begin to understand all of Scripture, Jesus also begins to lead them to understand how they are to bear witness and live their lives. You see, we need the Holy Spirit to know how to live our lives. Jesus begins to tell them in verse 48, You are my witnesses of these things. And I am look and I and look, I am sending you what my father promised, that's the Holy Spirit. As for you, stay in the city until you are empowered from on high. And once they are, they go about the kingdom business. They go about spreading the gospel wherever they go. You see, we need Jesus to understand how we are to share Jesus with others, how we are to live in light of Jesus. He must open our minds. He must guide our paths. And he promised that the Holy Spirit would do just that. The Holy Spirit would empower us to live spirit-empowered lives to impact this world for the gospel. Well, those are three ways in which we can understand how we need an interpreter, just as the children in that Sunday school class needed me to interpret the sentence for them. We need the Holy Spirit sent by Jesus to understand the scriptures, to understand the resurrection, and to understand how we are to live our lives. You see, once we understand that we all need an interpreter to understand these things, we realize that we have one in the Holy Spirit. Go and seek him today. He's there. Those of you who have become believers have received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our interpreter to understand Jesus's resurrection and truly believe. And we need the Holy Spirit to help us understand Jesus in the scripture. And finally, we need the Holy Spirit to understand how to live our lives. And when this happens, it will change you forever. So go to our great interpreter today, open the Bible and read it and see Jesus throughout every passage of scripture and then lead your life accordingly and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in that and empower you for that. Thank you for joining me in the book of Luke and I look forward to joining you in our new venture next time in Matthew. I'll see you there.